Hello. <laughs> Not you thought we was on the phone. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about the word is working while you wait. And we're coming from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 13. So grab your journals. All right. So soon as I woke up today, God began to speak to me about winning while waiting. So he just kept emphasizing that you win when you wait. You win when you wait. And I know that we don't really like the waiting season. Like the waiting season has such a bad reputation. It has such a gray, gloomy cloud over it because it's just like, I don't want to wait. But y'all, God is so funny because this brand reached out to me like two days ago because today's Saturday. So the brand reached out to me on set on Thursday and they told me to pick something off of their website for me to promote and create content content for. So I went to the website and I saw a few like makeup items or things that I would like to try, but something just told me to wait. Like I was just like, I'm not going to pick anything today. I'm going to just wait to see if they add new stuff on Friday or this weekend. And I'll probably pick on like Monday. So this morning, y'all, after God is speaking to me about waiting, I go on the website and why they have this perfume that I've been wanting to try on the website. And the perfume is like $245. And of course, that's what I picked. I mean, of course, that's what I picked because I've heard so many good things about the perfume. But it's just so funny that that happened right after God was speaking to me about winning when waiting. And I feel like he used that to show me if you would have rushed and picked something on Thursday, you wouldn't have had the opportunity to pick this because what I was going to pick on Thursday was like this little foundation stick and it was like $30 or something like that. And I was just going to do a get ready with me for them. But this... This $245 perfume, yes, let me get that. Like, that's what I want because I've been saying I wanted to try this perfume. And now I got a brand collab trying this perfume, but it only came from me waiting. So the fact that God was speaking to me about winning while waiting and then allowed that to happen right after, I was like, okay, you made your point. So the notes that I took for today's podcast is 1 Samuel chapter 16. And in 1 Samuel chapter 16, what's happening is Samuel is anointing David. And we know the story of David, Samuel, went there to anoint the next king and Jesse brought out all of his sons and and Samuel was like well none of these is the man that God sent me here to anoint do you have any more sons and Jesse was like yes I have my son David he's out tending to the sheep and Samuel was like well we're not going to do anything until he gets here send for David so Jesse went and got David and David came so when you read first Samuel chapter 16 verse 11 it says so he asked Jesse are these all the sons you have There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. You know how they be like, stand up when I walk in the room, period. Ain't nobody sitting down until David get here, okay? Big David, not the little one. So verse 12 says, so he sent for him and he had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Not fine. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. Verse 13 says, so Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. (laughs) And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. Do you got your journal? Let's get into it. The first thing, God started off with a bang. The first thing that God showed me after reading the scripture was that the oil was the word. 
the oil that Samuel anointed David with, that is the word of God. When God releases a word to us, when God gives us a word, when God speaks a promise over our life or he sends a prophet to share a fresh promise or revelation with us, that is equivalent to Samuel pouring oil on David. When we receive a word from God, we are receiving the holy oil. We are getting anointed with that word that God just spoke over us. And what God allowed me to see with knowing that the oil is the word is that we think the minute we receive a word or a promise or a fresh revelation or a prophetic word, we think the minute we receive that word, we should see a physical change. But just like David, we get the word, the oil, the anointing, then things go back to normal. It says that Samuel went to Ramah. That's what happened next. It does not say anything else happened next. It actually starts talking about Saul and what's going on with Saul. So what happened with David after the oil was poured on him and he was anointed? He went back to tending the sheep. There was nothing that changed physically. Things actually stayed exactly the same. But what God showed me is that that does not mean that the word isn't already at work because it is. God then gave me an example because y'all know I love giving y'all examples because God love giving me examples because that's just how I understand. Like I like putting it into real life, like real life as in our time today. Like, let me really get this thing, God. I need you to break it down. So the example that God gave me is when a woman is told that she's pregnant, what changes when she leaves the doctor that day? When the doctor says, congratulations, you're expecting a baby or when she's in a bathroom at her apartment and she take the pregnancy test and it has the two lines, what changes in that moment? Nothing. She still has on the same clothes. She still gets in the same car. She still goes to the same job. She still lives in the same apartment. She still goes in the same kitchen. In that moment, on that day, nothing changes. Actually, everything goes back to normal. Right after she get that word or right after she receives the oil or the anointing that you have a baby on the way, right after she get that revelation, that promise, that word, Nothing in the physical changes. It actually goes back to normal. She goes about her day. You do the pregnancy test. It says positive, And then you get back to whatever you was doing that day. But does that mean the baby is not growing? No. That baby, that baby growing. The grandma and the baby. Like the baby is growing. Whether you see anything happening that day or not, the minute you get the word, the minute you get the oil, the minute you get the anointing, the word begins to work. Even if you're a guy listening to this and the woman that you're with says that she's pregnant as a father, what physically changes for you? Nothing. Physically, nothing changes for you. You see the woman's body change. You see the baby kicking and you can feel the baby kicking in the woman's body. But as for you, there are no physical changes. You still wear the same clothes. You still go to the same job. You still drive the same car. You still wake up with the same alarm. Physically, nothing changes but does that mean the word is a lie but does that mean God isn't keeping his promise but does that mean the oil isn't working but does that mean God has forgotten or forsaken you because physically you don't see anything and you also don't feel anything as the man so does that mean God is not doing what he said he's gonna do no because even though there's no physical changes the word is still working so the first thing that God showed me is that oil was the word and you don't need any evidence for it. You don't need any evidence for that oil or that word to get activated. It is what God said it is. The second thing that God showed me was that everything that David learned while waiting 
was needed to slay Goliath. Every, even though David was anointed king and Samuel poured the oil on him, he went back to tend to the sheep. And even though he went back to his normal life and physically nothing changed, even after receiving a promise that he was going to be king, everything that he went back to, he needed for the next season which is the same thing that happens with a new mother and a new father. Everything that they're learning leading up to the birth and everything that they're purchasing leading up to the birth and everything that they're doing leading up to the birth, they're going to need it for when that baby arrives. So even though the dad doesn't see any physical changes, he still got to go buy that crib. He still got to put that crib together. Even though the mom may not see any physical changes for months, because that's the thing. Two things can happen while you're waiting. You can be like the dad and not see any changes at all and then one day boom the baby is just here or you can be in a waiting season like the mom where it's taking some months before you see changes but you're getting little signs or little kicks here and there that let you know that God is moving and the word is working there's two different postures that you can have while waiting but both of those postures prepare you for what God promised so the mom and dad all the baby clothes they're buying all the bottles they're buying all the food they're buying even though they don't physically have the baby or the promise or the word in their hand they still have to prepare for it for the day that it arrives so everything that they're doing in that waiting season is working towards the word that God released everything that David was doing in the waiting season was working towards the word that God released God said, you still winning even when you waiting because you preparing for it. You getting it ready. Don't think that you losing because you don't see it yet. You're winning as long as you're preparing. You're winning as long as you getting ready because imagine having a baby and you don't got a crib. Imagine having a baby and you don't have a car seat. Imagine this, y'all. Imagine David being the king. So imagine Samuel anointed David that same day and David became king that day. And then he moved into the palace and then it was time to slay Goliath and David lost. Imagine the king losing. Why? Because he skipped the process. Why? Because he skipped the waiting season. Because the waiting season was preparing him for the palace. The waiting season was preparing him for the promise. But because he wanted to receive the promise the same day he got the word, he skipped over a whole part of the process. And now you're looking like a fool because yes, you're the king. Yes, you're in the palace. But not everybody making fun of you because Goliath done slayed you. He should have been the king at this point. Goliath the baby. Goliath the daddy. Goliath the grandma. I don't know the grandma and the baby like I don't know y'all that is just stuck in my head so God showed me that they need everything they learn and purchase while waiting on the baby just like David needed everything he learned while tending to the sheep it was who David became and that's the thing the oil or the word was working in David preparing him and building him up giving him strength and giving him strategy in that waiting season so that he could slay Goliath so even though it didn't change physically the word was still working don't let no changes make you think that there's nothing happening don't be discouraged don't throw in the towel don't think that god lied and you wasn't a samuel samuel must be capped because clearly i'm not the king because i'm still tending the sheep don't allow the enemy to plant seeds of doubt stay focused on what god has in front of you that promise that word that he gave you it's working while you wait. But if you get discouraged in this season and you stop focusing on the process, you're robbing yourself of the promise because what you're doing now, you need it for then. You need it for later. God said the word is still working while you wait. 
the last thing that God showed me while reading the scripture is that it says Samuel anointed David in front of his brothers. It says in the presence of his brothers, he poured the oil and anointed David. Now, we love a good little flex. Like, that's one thing that we love. We love a good little flex. But the issue with this flex is after Samuel poured the oil on him and anointed him, he went back to tending to the sheep. David went, so imagine being in line because you think you about to be the next king. And then Samuel like, nah, actually, it's your little brother. Can y'all go get him? I'm not going to do nothing else till he get here. You, you, you can't tell me you ain't going to be like, David, you, do you see me? David. So then he he anoint David in front of you and y'all got to stand there and watch David get anointed. You a little bitter. Don't even try to cap. You low key bitter a little bit because it ain't you. But then after he anoint David, David go back to tend to the sheep. And it's like, baby, I never want to tend to the sheep in the first place. That's what the king do. The king attends to sheep. Well, baby, you can have the crown because that was never my ministry or my portion. I'm good on being the king. That's the perspective that I would have if I was one of David's brothers. So being that that's the perspective that I would have, I low-key feel like they was talking a little trash to David. Like, I feel like they probably was like, not the king tending sheep. Like, <laughs> not the king tending to the sheep. Like, I high-key feel like they were getting slick. And that's really why David was slaying so many animals. I feel like he was releasing his frustration because his brothers was going in on him. Like, that's my story and I'm sticking with it. But what God showed me is, regardless of what it looks like to other people, the word was still working. Regardless what other people got to say, regardless how other people feel about what God told you, about what God promised you, about the revelation that God spoke to you and you building and you working towards, regardless of how other people feel, they may have some slick remarks because you do look a little crazy tending to the sheep as king. You do look a little crazy building a business that don't got no sales. You do look a little crazy leaving your job to become a content creator. You do look a little crazy not dating because you waiting on the man or the woman that God has for you. You do look a little crazy saying you're not going out no more because you stand in to read your Bible. You do look a little crazy. And I know they probably making slick comments and they low key getting to you just a little bit, just a little bit. They tapping that nerve. But God says, regardless of what they say, regardless of how they feel, I need you to know that the word is still working while you wait. And I understand that it bothers you. And I understand that this doesn't look like how you thought the process would look like. But I'm telling you today, my promise will not fail. Because regardless of what it looks like to the world, the word is still working in the wait. And that's today's seed, waiting, not weary. Because that's what you're speaking over yourself. That's what you're claiming. I am waiting, not weary. And I'm not worried about what the world has to say. I'm not worried about what the people around me have to say. I'm not worried about their opinion. I'm not worried about what it looks like in the physical. I'm not worried about what I thought I would look like going through this or what I thought the process would look like. I'm deciding and I'm choosing and I'm speaking over myself today. And I'm saying that I'm waiting, not weary. You have to learn how to speak back to yourself because your feelings are valid. And your feelings will have you feeling and thinking one way, but you must take authority. You must transform your mind. You must submit your thoughts to the word of God and say, no, I'm not growing weary because I don't see it. I'm waiting, not weary. I choose to win while I wait. And I'm going to do that by waiting in faith, by waiting in confidence of God, not in confidence of what's in front of me, not in confidence of what I see or confidence of evidence that I'm looking for. I'm waiting in confidence of God because I'm waiting, not weary weary. 
Do y'all know that professional boxers, they have people in their corner that simply speak words of encouragement to them because that gets them up and that prepares them for the fight. Every boxer has a person in their corner that simply speaks into them. Be your own person. Speak back into yourself and say, I'm not growing weary. It's hard because I don't see nothing, but I know the word is working while I wait. It's hard because the people around me making comments, but I know the word is working while I wait. It's hard because I'm looking for a physical change. God, I just want to see some evidence, but I know the word is working while I wait. So even though I don't see it, I'm going to speak back to myself and say, I'm waiting, not weary. And you can sow the waiting, not weary seed to dollar sign at Christian Bay or PayPal Zell to Christian Bay at gmail.com. That information will be in the description. Waiting, not weary. That's how you win in the wait. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast, your podcast, Father God, your platform, Father God, with your people. I thank you for using me as your vessel, Father God. I pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach, Father God. I pray that they are encouraged, Father God. I don't know what promise or what revelation or what word, what are they fasting for, Father God? What are they praying for? What are they believing for? I don't know what it is, Father God, but I know who is in charge. I know who you are, Father God, and I know that in spite of what it may look like or feel like in this season, your word will not return to you void, Father God. And just like David, the oil that's being poured on each person under the sound of my voice, that is your word and your word is not a lie, Father God. Your word will never fail, Father God. So I pray that this word encourages them to wait in a winning posture, Father God, to wait expectantly, Father God, to not grow weary, but to say, Father God, if I'm still waiting, waiting, that must mean you're still working. So show me what I should be working on. Show me how I should be preparing. Father God, we don't want no $30 makeup. We want the $245 perfume. So Father God, allow us to be positive in the way. Allow us to wait with expectancy. Allow us to know that good things come to those who wait, Father God. Allow us to be anxious for nothing. Allow us to rush for nothing, Father God, because we know that what you have for us can't miss us, Father God. We know that you take us from glory to glory, Father God, that it can go from good to great so we wait expectantly so we wait with the mindset of if God has me waiting he must has more in store if God has me waiting he must be taking me higher if God has me waiting he must be expanding my capacity if God has me waiting he must be increasing my territory if God has me waiting he must be moving in a mighty way father God remove the negative outlook of weight that we have in our perspective in our mind father God and allow us to see this season how you see it Father God, we thank you for the weight and we thank you for giving us the strength, the boldness, the determination, the faith and the confidence not to grow weary. We love you, Father God. Today we sow the waiting, not weary seed and we stand on that. We believe in that. We wake up every day and we speak back to ourselves. We speak back to our thoughts and we say we are waiting on the Lord with a posture of expectancy, hope, trust, confidence and faith in you, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and Podcast. There is a new video on my YouTube for the first day of fall. It's a fashion video, so make sure you guys subscribe to the Christian Bay TV. I love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.